0: You're listening to Classroom Confessions with Katie Smith, a podcast where teachers share advice, encouragement, and the realities of today's classroom. y'all happy friday it is episode 20 and i have a special treat for you i have my teacher bestie bestie best friend family sister here for you i have miss deanna turner
1: hey (laughs) y'all
0: so it's gonna be both of us for you on the podcast today so you get two other teacher voices in a row besides just me you're welcome uh, we're going to start off with our rose, thorn, and bud. So those of you who are new, hey. Those of you who are returning, thank you. Um, so our rose every week is uh, something good that happened. That's our rose. Something bad that happened is our thorn. And something we're looking forward to is our bud. What do you want to start? What do you think we should start with? The rose, the thorn, yeah, or the bud? Yeah, for sure the rose, yeah. Okay, so you go first.
1: Okay, so um, I decided... For black history month to make sure that we honor this month which this is a well i'm not sure when you're going to air this but this is technically the last day of the month yeah um but i decided to um write um about someone and read it over the announcements to honor someone for black history month so this week at school i decided to um you know focus each day on someone from our clark county school district and i ended today with a teacher from our school who is now in his fifty-first year of teaching? Isn't Holy that I know. So he's seventy-five years old, and when I asked him if I can interview him, he was just so excited. He he he's just <laughs> like my grandpa, but um, but it was just really cool to like for our students and our staff members to hear about him today. So I, I was I was really excited.
0: Yay! So my rose is that there's potentially a new. I'm gonna be teaching a new class next year. Um, so possibly taking on some eighth grade classes, which I'm excited about because that's where I started with Deanna. We started teaching eighth grade together. So that's some good news. Um, let's see. My thorn was the children. <laughs> I can't. I can't this It's week. getting hot, Katie. It's getting hot. <laughs> I know. They're just like so excited with life. I don't even know. The children are, were just off the chain this week. That's my
1: thorn. Okay, my thorn is um, this coronavirus. (laughs) So if you know me, I'm already OCD. If if you watch me, you will see that I don't touch door handles. I use my jacket, shirt, whatever to open doors, or I'll wait for somebody to open the door for me. Don't use my pen at school. Um, There's just like so many things. Oh, when I eat and no matter where I eat at, I'm carrying a bottle of Lysol because I'm going to wipe down wherever I stop to eat at. This is all true. (laughs) So uh, with this coronavirus, I'm just like extra paranoid and I'm like even like canceling plans for spring break. I'm like, I don't even want to go to an amusement park where everybody else is. (laughs) So I hope that and I'm pretty sure that it's it's probably coronavirus is so, so scary now, but I'm pretty sure it's probably probably on the realm of like the flu or something but it's just like on my mind all the time and I hope it goes away. Did you get a flu shot this year? i never I've never gotten a flu Me shot. Me either but I'm thinking about going to get one. Can we get a corona shot? <laughs> Wait not the drink. <laughs> just do little shots of corona.
0: <laughs> I don't know if there's a coronavirus shot. I don't think so.
1: I don't know. I don't no know. idea.
0: All right what's your bud? What's
1: something you're looking forward to? Okay. Um, so for about three years yes. I've been working on trying to be a school administrator. And the time has finally come. I mean from being pregnant and taking classes and doing internship and getting to the, the Clark County School District Leadership Academy and going through that, which is basically trying to get into the Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all that's over and now I am finally eligible. I'm free game. And next school year, I will be somebody's assistant principal, Heck so yes. I'm really excited about that. Heck yes. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Um, okay, so we're going to jump right in. Deanna and I know each other very well, but most of you do not know her, so can you give our listeners like a history of your life? <clears throat> of
1: course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you probably hear to my voice, but I am from Mississippi. That hey, y'all, that Katie says, I know I have... <laughs> A Huge influence. From, on Yeah, on that. From her, yeah. I, I'm not going to bend. I don't care if I live in Las Vegas. I'm not gonna say you guys I'm going to say y'all because that's that's me Um, but I am the daughter of medical professionals. My dad's a doctor. My mom's a nurse So it just makes sense for me to be in the medical field, but I'm not <laughs> Um, I have three siblings I have an older sister. I have who is amazing and she's like the best businesswoman I've ever met I have a little sister who will be sometime. Um, a an NFL coach watch. Watch out for her. That Jamie, was so cool. Jamie Locke, watch out for her. That was so cool. Um, she got to go to that thing. Yeah, no. Um, and then my younger brother who will probably probably be the doctor of the family. Um, so we are just um, a dynamic family. We all support each other very well. We don't have like that sibling rivalry, jealousy, like we are we are true Locke siblings who really love each other um so with my background i feel like it where i came from has really helped me as an educator i have my my history is like a little bit of where i was you know raised in like a wealthy environment with you know kind of like where the school i teach at now where it was really diverse where you have you know high class students and middle class and low class that's kind of where i'm from Um, but then my high school was, I went to a country high school. I graduated (laughs) with a class of 25 people. And so just like having that as my background has helped me be like an educator because I feel like when I talk to students, I'm able to be really empathetic and put myself in their shoes. So even though I thought that I knew what I wanted when I was growing up and wanted to be, um, that's not what happened.
0: (laughs) It's really cool. I'm going to talk about her family really quick. Um, Her, the, where they live, like, her dad's whole family, they all live on the same streets still, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So, like, everybody's just right there.
1: Um, Okay, so how long have you been teaching? By the way, I did bring Katie home with me for one Thanksgiving. Yes. I was like, you have to come. She's a history teacher. Why wouldn't I take her to Mississippi? Um, But that was really cool for it Katie was. to see, like, where I was from and how we do. Holidays.
0: Let me tell you, there is no country in LA, so <laughs> <laughs> this was like a whole. It was a whole different ball
1: game. She, whole different. Ball she game. had never heard of a dry county until she went home with me.
0: Never. <laughs> we had to stop like right off the freeway to get alcohol before we proceeded. Wait, no, into town. Wait, what do you mean get alcohol? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, what alcohol? <laughs> we don't know what alcohol is.
1: <laughs> so funny. Uh, so how long have you been teaching? Okay, so I say I'm in my 11th school year, like I never say I've been teaching for however many years, because I started teaching in the middle of a school year, which is probably the hardest thing to ever do as a first year teacher. Yeah, I know. um, At a school that was an urban school, again, the opposite of where I'm from. Like this is where I learned about what an ankle bracelet was. And what I, that students do like to fight teachers. Like, just, like it was just insane. But I appreciate where I came from. But I started teaching in February of 2010. I'm in my 11th school year. And um, I have taught English for grade 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade, and my first year of ninth grade. So... Oh, but now I'm not yeah. a teacher now. Now I'm a learning strategist, which I'm so grateful for because it has allowed me to be flexible because for the past two years, I've been feeling like I'm going to explode in my classroom. Like I'm like, I want to go out to see what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. So now being a learning strategist has allowed me to be flexible. So I'm able to still have my foot in the academic side. But then I'm also able to see like the operation of a school to see what goes on on hol- holistically in a school. So Yeah. yeah did you always want to be a teacher did i always want to be a teacher Um. no
0: (laughs) what did you do before um
1: so before i was a teacher i was actually an early morning news producer where i worked from like midnight until eight o'clock in the morning and if you watch overnight overnight yeah it's crazy um so if you watch the news and you see like the news anchors like talking they're not really talking they're reading and my job was to type up their script of what they were actually going to say on the news um So that's my background. And it's funny, because like, when I look back to when I was a kid, I'm like, I was always a teacher because my younger sister is four years younger than me. But I taught her how to read before she started school. And I taught her how to tie her shoes. And like, we always talk about how I used to always like to play school and play teacher. So I I guess like that was like always in me. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, how does it sound I don't want to girl to be a teacher I mean that sounds yeah. so sweet and so lovely but I was like I want something more hardcore
0: what made you want to switch from journalism to teaching
1: um so okay so uh I don't know I didn't send her that
0: question so she's <laughs> I know <not>
1: ready <laughs> I know well I don't know when I don't know one day I I told my mom I was like mom I am going to you know look into Teaching I'm gonna just gonna see you know what happens and like at the same time. I literally applied for a master's program and teaching and I got accepted like within the next two weeks. So I'm like, okay I guess I'm gonna do this like I'm, I'm a really strong believer in everything happens for a reason And so since I was accepted into the ARL program to become a teacher I just did it so and I guess that and also I, I guess I applied got in in August, And then in February, I was a teacher. Dang. I know, it so crazy. And haven't
0: looked back. <laughs> We're just, keep on trucking on. I know. Um, So you got, you went through the ARL program, and mm-hmm. you got your master's, and then is that how you started your first teaching job?
1: Yep. So instead of you doing student teaching, um, you just become a teacher and, and pass the praxis, and then that's like your student teaching. Um, so yeah, that's, and like I said, I started teaching in high school, and um, I learned a lot. In my first year. A ton in my first year. Me
0: too. My first year. <laughs> Oof. So, I'm going to back up. So, okay. Because we didn't tell them how we met. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That. So, um, I started teaching in 2013, and I got hired, like, the Friday before teachers were supposed to come back to school. I don't remember if I met you on my interview day.
1: I, Maybe. Yes, you did. I remember.
0: Because we were all eating lunch. mm mm-hmm. like- Where we used to work, they used to feed us. Really
1: good food all the time. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. I was like, when I saw Katie, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so green. (laughs) She was like, hey.
0: Let me tell you, my first year was rough. (laughs) What you see now is not what my first year was like. My first year was um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then Deanna and I ended up teaching next door to each other. Um. So I guess we just kind of became friends talking in the yeah. hallway.
1: But back up a little bit.
0: Your yeah, I don't know
1: your perspective of well, my first. year Your first teaching. year. Okay. First of all, our students at our at the school that we started at, they were not really good with what. Like we were literally a family at our old school. Yeah. And they were not really good with welcoming people. They not at they all. weren't. Good. <laughs> so they just always made sure that they all that they if nothing else. That they got together and they really vetted their teacher during the first year to see like what they were about, to see mm-hmm. if they were strong, to see if they really cared. And Katie obviously passed the test, <laughs> but um, it was yeah, hard. She was amazing. She she not was, but she is amazing. Like she surpassed so much more than that green that I thought about her that first day I saw her. Like she really, really did a lot for our students, and she she really loved them. So oh.
0: Yeah, there's mm, I owe them coffees. Yeah,
1: we talk about if y'all are listening, we talk about y'all all the time. All the time. Yeah, sorry.
0: I always compare kids
1: to you. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, just, just I, so you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we really bonded over Scandal, like in its yeah. infant mm-hmm. seasons mm-hmm. when it was when it was good. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's your favorite part? You used to teach, now you're an educator. So what's your favorite, or an instructional strategist. So what's your favorite part about being an educator or being in education?
1: Well, we can even talk about teaching because I still feel like even though I'm not in the classroom, I'm still like teaching students because I, you know, do interventions with the kids. And then of course, sometimes I'm in the auxiliary office, AKA our dean's office, and I'm still teaching them like life skills, academics. So I'm still around. Um, But I feel like at school, around students i I can be 100 percent myself like a lot of times i hide myself because i am very quirky i feel like i'm a bit weird sometimes and i feel like they get me like a lot of times i say stuff that it's like so off the wall um but they they understand for some reason like we see we see each other (laughs) um and then another thing is um I feel like a lot of times I learn from them, like even though I'm I feel like I'm teaching them, they don't realize that a lot of times I'm learning from them. Like I ask a lot of questions, like even when I'm doing lunch duty, if you watch me, I'm literally like walking around, walking around nonstop for an hour and a half because I'm being nosy. Like, what are you eating? Oh my gosh, I can so make that myself. Like not just like asking questions. What are you playing on your phone? Like, I don't know. I just learned so much from them. And then a lot of times, unfortunately, students go through a lot of hardcore stuff that i um, never had to go through yeah so just like listening to a lot of stuff that they have to face um it's just unreal and so i learn a lot just from that too and i and it just makes me feel for them so much it makes me care about them so much and see and even though sometimes they want to be grown like they say they are really just kids and you yeah. have to remember that about them
0: and when they act out when you know their backstory and they act out You're like, okay, well, it's really good.
1: Yeah, and you know how to approach them based off of what you know about them. Not judge them per se, but since you know more information about them, you're like, okay, I know that for this student, I can't, I can't be hard on them. Like, I, I I can be hard on them, but I can't just like yell at them and like start off like that because that's what they hear all the time, right? Exactly. So I'm, I'm a lot. I'm a mama a lot to them. I feel like. Um, and then the last thing, sorry, is that I feel like I can make myself unbored because like, if I feel like I get bored with something, like doing something over and over again, like I can just change it up. Thankfully our our job as a teacher, we, we can choose our own destination, like within our four walls, ouch, or within our school. My contact just fell out. Sorry. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Um, but yeah, you can, you can definitely find something to keep yourself engaged.
0: Yeah. That was like, um, the other day I decided I wanted to switch up my lesson. So I parking lot planned and during my prep, I decided that we were going to do puzzles, um, to learn new definitions for words instead of, I don't even know what I planned, but puzzles became our new, um, um, our new activity for the day. So plan that because I'm not a real big lecture person, I get bored. So if I'm bored, they're bored, that's what I
1: think. Exactly, absolutely, that's what I say too.
0: Yeah. Um, What do you wish non-teachers knew about teaching?
1: Um, I I think that a lot of times like if you google teaching like it can look so perfect and someone like standing Like usually it's a woman because for some reason people think just women teach which is not true um dress all cute and standing at the um at the front and smiling while she's teaching and the kids are just like engaged. Like They're that just is perfect little angel. that is so <laughs> not what teaching is. Um, it's such a demanding job. And that's another thing I've learned of being a learning strategist is that now I'm like, I feel like I'm on the outside looking in teachers do so much all the time. It's like nonstop. Even when you're at home, it doesn't stop. No. Um, and so people who are non teachers, Um, need to realize that even over the holidays, over the summers, teachers, good ones, are stressed out about, oh my God, what should I do about planning? What should I, what should I do when we get back from the break? What should I do about to start off the school year? Or, oh my gosh, I have like a, I have 200 papers to grade. I need to make sure I grade them correctly and give feedback. They're Um, all sitting in my car right now. Exactly. (laughs) And then that summer off that people think that we have, we literally do not get paid for that summer off. No. Um, It's just that with our checks, they usually, it's like we get paid for 10 months or we get paid, for 10 months, but then they stretch it out over 12 months. Yeah, People
0: and we're lucky realize. because there's schools, like where I did my student teaching in California and Long Beach, they don't pay you over the summer. They just pay you for the months that school's in session, and then um, when you go back to work, you don't get your paycheck till the end of that month, so you're really going like four months without a paycheck, and you have to plan for that or mm-hmm. save for that because there's no paycheck coming in. So yeah. we're just lucky that our school district pays year-round, even though our salary is just for... Those ten months. That's so true. Um, so, what's one tip you have for new teachers?
1: Um, a lot of times I see that new teachers um, beat themselves up that first year. Yes. They're like, "Oh my god, I should not have gotten into this again." Going back to the fact that it's a demanding job. Yes. Um, but new teachers should realize that no teacher has a great first year. Not one. Mm-mm. I've never met one. If you are, you're a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must be from outer space. Exactly. Because. No, and it's not a glamorous job. I mean, it is a fulfilling job if you were if you're doing it correctly. Um, but it's it's you have to have tough skin. It's not pretty. Tip, not tough skin, but thick skin. Same difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's not pretty. No.
0: Kids will tell you when your hair's funky, when you didn't put on your makeup mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. when your outfit's bad, yep. and that's just like the tip of the iceberg.
1: I know One of the Like the best advice I got um, My first day of teaching As I walked into my classroom When there was a fight happening um, Was my assistant principal at the time uh, Walked me in And she saw what was going on But she didn't want to deal with it And she said okay So I want you every single day To act like you're trying to win an academy award And she said every day come in this classroom And act differently Keep the kids on their toes Um, Don't let them see you at first she said basically act crazy and you have to do that yeah if you're a parent you know you have to do that too you have to do the same thing in the classroom um because if you let them see that any kind of weaknesses which we all have them then they will take that and they will run with it Mm -hmm. um so basically yeah try to win that oscar in that classroom yes get it
0: um so you're really big on self-care and taking care of you and making time for Work and making time for family and doing all the things. So, how do you do that? How do you take care of yourself? How do you stay sane?
1: Okay, that's a still work. That's a that's a work in progress, Katie, right there. Yeah. Bro. um Okay. So the first the first big thing is I love to eat. Even though ugh, I'm on a diet right now, I'm waiting, doing Weight Watchers. <laughs> it didn't go so great this week, but I'm there. Same here. Thank God. Look, give me a five. Give me a five because I have been terrible with that pizza hut I had last night. <laughs> Um, But food is my joy, always has been, and that is what makes me happy. So since um, my husband and I both are dieting right now, on the weekends, like, we go hard. Like, we find good food. That makes me happy. That's my self-care. But then, when I get home from work, my thing is reality TV. I love to watch people act crazy because it really makes me have an escape, right? I don't don't know what it is about, about reality TV, but that just makes me less stressed. We
0: don't have to think about it. We <laughs> just, like, have it on. And then you're just, like, watching other people. And you're, like, are you joking? I know. Like, I don't know. Does it, and for me, it makes me feel better. Like, yeah. I would never. <laughs> I know. But I would never
1: want anybody to record me. It lets me know that I am not the craziest person in the world. Yes, that's true. <laughs> we love we love ourselves. So married at first sight. <laughs> yeah. And then now, love is blind. That's my thing right now. That's my thing. Um and then the other thing I do is this is crazy, but I have been getting up at five o'clock in the morning but while everyone is still asleep and running. That is a great start to my day because it makes me have more energy throughout the day. And then I know like I feel good about myself. Like I ran. Yes, I'm sore right now at twelve o'clock in the during the day. <laughs> but I ran this morning and I got that over with. So and then, you know, I might pass through the mirror real quick and be like, okay, girl, look at those calf <laughs> muscles. But that, that's my self-care right there.
0: I worked out yesterday morning, and she got the alert on her phone. Like, Katie closed her exercise ring, uh-huh. and she was like, "You really, was this real? I posted a picture on Instagram, and she was like, okay, I was going to text you because I didn't know if you were really up that early. I was, right. I think I need to be a more morning, like, workouter because of my commute to work now. Like, right. I think yeah. I just need to get it done.
1: And And who really has the energy to work out when they get home? Who? Who does? I know. Not me. Exactly. Mm-mm. No. Nobody. No. Mm. Um, do you have a favorite quote that gets you, that you love? Okay. So, I'm not going to lie. I had to look up one. That's fine. I look but one then, up every week. Okay. So, this this one hit me. <laughs> this one hit me, though. So, this one's by Nelson Mandela. And it says, education is the most powerful tool you can use to change the world. I chose that one because, um, like, when you are educated and in whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be traditional education. But you have the power to change what goes on around you. You have the power to change on to change what goes on within you. Um, And education just like gives you so much confidence. I know that some people are like, No, I'm not I'm not going to spend 20 grand 50 grand on going to college. Like Mm -hmm. that's not what I mean by education. Um, You can like educate yourself by um, I know my husband likes to learn from YouTube. I mean, he is an educated (laughs) man, though. But he But as long as you find your interests and you really hound on that, like Katie is so good at this podcast, but she spent hours and hours on top of days of teaching herself how to, how to be a master at this. Um, so once you have that behind you, then you just like can have that power to take that into the world and use that tool to benefit other yeah. people. Um, and then with our kids, my husband and I, with our kids, um, we, we instill with them, within them education because when they get to be grown ups, like we don't want anybody to control their world, to control their life. We want them to have that power to make sure that they control their own destiny. So for me, education is key and it will always be period. Love it. Love it.
0: Any, la- do you have any lasting thoughts for the people out there?
1: Um, I'm just, Hey dream team. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey dream team. <laughs> Hey Miss Seals, hey Miss Guillory, y'all know that y'all are my besties, but I'm still gonna say Miss Seals, Miss Guillory. I miss y'all so much. You have no idea. Yeah,
0: um, you'll be getting text message to make sure you listen. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: But we miss you and Boiling Crab
1: and Meet Us in Group Me. We we need to change our Group Me title to Boiling Crab since we are Something. not in, we're not in all in Las Vegas anymore. That's true. Katie, you better not leave Las Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear that? And you know she laughs so she can avoid the comfort, uh, the question. That, that's for a
0: different podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: yep. She going to leave me too. Yep.
0: All right. So if you guys enjoyed the episode or want to like and subscribe, as the youth says, um, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Radio Public. You can find us at our website as well, which is classroomconfessions.net. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Classroom Confessions Podcast, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, like that little teacher lingo, you can email me at podcast at kdmsmith.com. So your weekly affirmation, you are alive, you are kind, you are patient, you are wonderful, you are fearless, you are important, you can teach anything, you can be anything, you can change the world. You're doing the damn thing. You've made it another week. Bye, y'all.